Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. Big finish to the week as we'll preview all the massive football games this weekend. It's really going to be the fork on the road for so many of our area teams. We'll talk about all of those coming up in just a little bit. And Lee Sterling will join us with his picks from ParamountSports.com, where he's offering the seven picks for $17 again this week. Last week, he had an eighth pick and went seven and one on those. And those were released on Friday. So if you're hearing this, stay tuned for that. He's going to give you more details on how you can get 17 uh Seven selections for just $17. It is all ahead on Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, where we start with a bit of a discussion of my day on Thursday. It was a little windy out, but my buddy Tony and I walked through another area of our neighborhoods and knocked on another 100 or so doors and left voter guides for everyone that is either registered Republican or unaffiliated with one Republican in the House, and that sort of thing. And it was just a terrific experience. We just have met so many great people that, you know, we ran into a couple that said, oh, I thought the election was last week. Good. I can still vote. You never know if they're going to do it. But I do feel like we've affected this race and and at least gotten somewhere between 50 and 100 people that are going to go vote that weren't going to vote. And to me, that's all this is about. Most of this is on the Kansas side in Missouri. There are things on the ballot. November 7th, you can vote now. There's a bus tax in Kansas City, Missouri. Jackson County, of course, wants more new taxes. They want a 1.38% use tax that will match the sales tax. That's on the ballot. I got a great email from a gentleman in Cass County who says, go to CassMoRepublicans.com to learn about future elections. There's not much in Cass County this year, but there is an $8 million water bond that is being voted on in Cass County, Missouri, and two towns in Cass County, Missouri are looking to implement 3% sales taxes on marijuana sales. So there's something going on in a lot of places. Many Missouri counties have absolutely nothing, nothing on the ballot, but there's some in Missouri. So check your municipality and find out if you you should be voting. But Kansas is just loaded with local elections and mayoral races and councils and school boards. And two houses that we knocked on yesterday in particular stand out. The first was kind of silly. It it said that a a 49-year-old Republican lived there, man, and that was the only person that it listed. So we knocked on the door and we thought, well, he's probably at work. And we're getting ready to leave the flyer and the voter guide on the door handle, hoping that when he comes home, he'll see it and he'll take the time to vote before Tuesday. And after quite a long while, as as it's windy, we're trying to affix this thing to the door handle and whatever. Uh, Somebody's coming to the door. We're like, okay, this is great. Well, it is not a 49-year-old Republican. It's like a 23-year-old stoner kid in a tie-dye T-shirt that came right out of Wayne's World. I mean, seriously, his hair was completely disheveled. His eyes were half-closed. He clearly looked baked like he'd been sleeping and heard the doorbell and came to the door. And we're like, hey, we're Kevin and Tony, and we're knocking doors for Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton here in Lenexa. The election's on Tuesday, but polls are open now. And he goes, I already voted. And he grabbed the thing. He took it out of our hand. I handed it to him. I said, well, here, this is for you and, you know, your family. And he's like, I already voted. Vote blue, dude. And he slammed the door in our face. <laughs> and then we walked away and thought, okay, stoner kid says he already voted. Now, stoner kid didn't look to me at all like he was somebody that knew who the Democrats would be on a nonpartisan ballot, that he went to the actual work not only of voting, getting off the couch, taking his nap, getting baked while his dad's at work, not only that, 
<laughs> would not, not only would he, unlikely he went to the trouble to vote, could he have possibly gone to the trouble to find out who to vote for? I mean, that just didn't seem to me to be right. But he clearly pegged us as dudes that look like his dad. He's got some anger issues with his dad. His dad's clearly letting him sit at home and use his house and get baked all day while dad's at work. But whatever, whatever, we left the information. So that one kind of stood out. And I was, all I was thinking was, if he really did vote, I hope the dad cancels him out. That's all. Just hope dad is canceling him out with a vote for Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton in our ward. And it was fantastic. Another one we went to was a guy who's really into it. And he was great. He had a sign hanging in his window. And we didn't see a lot of people had no solicitation signs. But you don't see those a lot of times until after you've rang the bell. And this one said, no, no, no soliciting. I'm too broke to buy anything. I uh, already belong to a church and believe in Jesus. I know who I'm voting for. And then and it was a pretty long sign. It was, it was funny. I didn't get to the end until we started talking to the man. I finally looked at the end and it said, so unless you're bringing beer or wine, don't ring the bell. <laughs> We'd already rung it. And he came out and he could have been nicer. And he lives in a, on a street where I go walking every day with my dog. And I've waved at him before. I said, I'm, like, I'm that dude that walks by with this little dog every day. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen you. And so we start talking. And he's a pretty dyed-in-the-wool Republican. And he, and he finally said something like, yeah, we got to be careful and make sure we don't vote for some of the nuts out there like, like Jennifer Gilmore. And I said, oh, Jennifer Gilmore, no, she's good. She's, she's good. Here, here's the cheat sheet. Take this in with you. And he goes, oh, I will. I said, Jennifer Gilmore's on there. And she goes, he said, well, she's sure, sure making waves. And he thought because she was making so many waves at the Olathe School District that somehow she had to be a leftist because we have no reputation as conservatives for doing this. You get one Marjorie Taylor Greene, you get one um, uh, Matt Gates, you get one uh, Bobert in Colorado, you get these people on the right that are making waves now in D.C., and it's trickling down to the local level. We mentioned it's happening in Shawnee with the council there and the man who's running for mayor. Um, it's happening in some places, and I think what Republicans perceive through all of this is if somebody's out there causing a stir, it must be a Democrat because that's the way it's been our whole life. But folks, we're winning. We're fighting back. We're doing things now that really matter. And I said to this gentleman, I said, no, Jennifer Gilmore is good. She's running for Olathe School Board. You may remember her, if you don't live in these parts, and I don't expect you to remember these races or anything, you may remember her in the last election. She won by something like 23 or 27 votes to be on the school board. And then they recounted over the next few days, and they took it away from her and said she lost by three. Just like Trump. They found like 30 votes or some for her that shouldn't have counted and a handful for the other person that did count. So she's not on the school board. So she's running again for position seven. I've already voted for Jennifer Gilmore. She's a rock star. I think a couple of years ago, she was on the podcast. She's one of these moms who said, I've had enough. There's furries at my kid's high school. They're talking in the late, the school district, they're literally discussion of putting litter boxes in the bathrooms for the furries. So they're comfortable when they go into urinate, or have a bowel movement. This is unbelievable, the stuff that's going on. I mean, really. And this is Olathe schools. And so the board has just gone nuts. Two years ago, Jennifer Gilmore went to speak in front of the Olathe school board. They cut off her microphone and stopped her. They did not want to hear what she had to say. So they cut her off. When they cut her off, she found a lawyer to represent her, and she sued the Olathe school district. She sued them for $1 and an apology. She said, I don't want your money. 
I want to run for school board. I'm going to get on the board and I'm going to fundamentally change what you are and I'm going to sue you. And I'll be darned if five days before election day, a jury awards her $1 and the apology. She won her lawsuit against the Olathe School District that it was unconstitutional and biased against her stance, her viewpoints. It was a, it was a freedom of speech violation. I think she could have sued him for a pile of money in one. Honest to God, I think that and there's, there's going to be a theme to this podcast, and these are great conservatives not in this for the money. I think she could have won a pile of money if she had sued for real money, that she had her uh, free speech rights taken away by the Olathe School Board at a public meeting where they cut off her microphone and told her to stop speaking before her five minutes were up. She won the lawsuit. She gets a dollar, which is all she wanted. She theoretically is going to get her apology in some fashion. Get this. I'm told the school district spent over $250,000 fighting her to win this case, to have the right as the school board to cut off anybody's microphone as they see fit. This is what liberals do. This is what school boards do. It's what your city councils do. It's what Democrats in D.C. do. It's the same thing. They want to crush free speech. They don't want to hear us saying what we're saying. Jennifer Gilmore appeared in front of the Olathe School Board with a T-shirt. This is during COVID. This is two years ago. That says, I tested positive for critical thinking with my old school Olathe public education. That's what her T-shirt said in front of this liberal board that we're voting out right and left. So the Olathe board's a pretty big deal in these parts. There are four, uh, one, two, three, four positions open, and you can vote for all of them. It's Wingram, Gillum, Palacio, and Jennifer Gilmore. I know many of you, most of you aren't in the Olathe School District. It doesn't matter to you, but just know that there are Jennifer Gilmores out there kicking ass and taking names. She's a rock star, okay? And I told this gentleman at the door, I said, no, oh, no, 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 she's the one you want to vote for. She's like Marjorie Taylor Greene for the Olathe Schools. And I feel like this is about to happen, that these the, the Olathe School Board is about to have a sea change here in an off-year election. I think we've got this one. I don't know why I feel so confident, but she's got like, like no school board candidate ever has name recognition. But this dude knew her name, you know, right off the top of his head, thought she was on the other side, but at least knew her name. I'm like, they have knocked on so many doors. We talked about the Blue Valley dude. Mike Hubner's running in Blue Valley. He's knocked on 5,000 doors for a school board position. I honestly feel like these parents that are running for school boards are working harder than the people running for mayors or council. They're just crushing it. And I'm very excited about that because we've seen in some places what it's done when we change these councils and change these school boards. It's positive change for our local communities. It's happened in Missouri. It's happened in so many places. And it's just regular people. And it is astounding to me that Jennifer Gilmore spent two years fighting a lawsuit. Clearly, she had a lawyer doing this pro bono. She spent two years fighting this, beat the school district, and won $1. And that's all she wanted. Pretty sure I would have asked for more. After losing through a recount and running for the board, she's on the ballot again. Go, Jennifer Gilmore. That is awesome. Stop the litter boxes from the bathrooms for the furries in the Olathe School District. Now, along those lines, we have the story of Mike Johnson, who's the Speaker of the House. I love this guy. It's early. I know he's going to do things that anger me, and I'll never love him more than I do now. It's like getting a new coach for your team or a new draft choice playing quarterback. You love them until you don't. But I love Mike Johnson. 
here's all they can come up with. The crazy libs in D.C. are upset with Mike Johnson for two things. They're the, they're the crazy Tlaib people saying, because he's a Christian, a devout Christian, he's more dangerous than Muslim terrorists. He's the threat to America because of his religion, Christianity. It's insane. But now they're all over him because they think he's a financial fraud. They've gone through all of his disclosures and everything, and they, they, got, they got their gotcha moment. And they went and had a news conference and a press release, and they're all speaking out, and they're like, we got you. You're a week in, and we got you. You haven't disclosed any bank records on your election forms. You have to disclose all your banking information when you're running for office and disclosing where your money came from, the campaign, but you have to do your personal banking records as well. Transactions you made, stocks that you bought, money that you're holding, IRAs, CDs, 401k, all that stuff. You have to disclose these things. And they're like, we got you, Mike Johnson. And he responded, well, you really don't because I don't have any money. I have nothing. I live paycheck to paycheck. And because that money comes in and goes out, and you don't have an average daily balance in any account anywhere of whatever the number is, over $5,000 or $10,000 to disclose. He hasn't disclosed any of it. He's like, I don't have any money. I get my paycheck from Congress. I'm happy to have the benefits that I have. And we live paycheck to paycheck. We have nothing. And I don't take anything. And I've got no money from lobbyists to disclose. I haven't taken this sum to speak for these people. I haven't done any of it. Now, after he's Speaker of the House... Mike Johnson, there's no question this guy's going to be a multimillionaire at some point. But right now, he's still one of us. He paycheck to paycheck now. He's out there working every day, and the Democrats are like, you're a fraud. This is right. We got you. He's like, well, you don't have anything. I don't have any money. I'm not Nancy Pelosi. I don't have $300 million. I haven't been here that many years. I've been here six years, folks, and I've done it the right way. I'm here to serve the people of Shreveport, Louisiana. And, and my district in Louisiana. I'm here to serve them. I am not here to work for Big Pharma and take money from them, which clearly he could have made millions, right? Already. By swinging his vote, voting for Big Pharma, and taking the money from them, he could have made millions of dollars already. Easily could have. And the man hasn't done that. I love that. Thursday was a good day. They passed the bill in the House of Representatives, as we elected them to do. $14.3 billion for Israel aid in their war against terrorists. And it is flagged to come from the IRS. Mike Johnson and the Republicans voted and approved and sent to the Senate a bill, this is how it works, that says we're taking $14.3 billion from the IRS that we haven't spent yet that we don't need, and we're going to give it to Israel for aid. And it passed the House. Will it pass the Senate? I don't know. 12 Democrats voted with Republicans on this. If only one or two Democrats in the Senate vote in favor of this, and they should, by the way, you got to think Joe Manchin's going to vote for it. There could be others. Lady in Arizona, if this passes the Senate, it goes to Joe Biden's desk, and he says he's going to veto it. I dare that man to veto this bill. I dare Joe Biden to veto the bill. Oh, my gosh. What would that say? To the entire world, if the President of the United States vetoes a bill for $14.3 billion for Israeli aid, I love it. I love it. And Mike Johnson is different than Kevin McCarthy. And this is fun to watch this happen. 
It also happened on a day where Hunter Biden wrote an op-ed piece. I think it was in the New York Times. I'm not sure which rag it was in. Saying that he's picked on and nobody's ever been picked on like Hunter Biden. Apparently he doesn't know Donald Trump or hasn't followed any of that. He said, it's ruined my life and my reputation forever. It's irreparable. But what's really unfair is to associate my dad with the things that I've done. Uh, yeah, your dad's the big guy, Hunter. This is a sign of desperation. It's, here's why Hunter Biden wrote this. He's desperate. The Bidens are desperate. They're feeling desperate at this point. Like, oh my God, the walls are closing in. What do we do? Let's go write this and see if we can get the media back on our side and get some favorable pub. You feel helpless and desperate. And that's what he's felt. There's nothing he can do. There's nothing Hunter Biden or Joe Biden can do about this now. The Republicans are investigating this. They're finding cash checks for $40,000 from a sister-in-law to Joe Biden after they received money from China. It's all out there for everyone to see. And we know Hunter's background. He's a criminal. And he's still got a criminal case. And I'm sure right now he feels helpless. I'm sure he's in a bad way. And I'm sure it's really bad for him because he probably really wants to take drugs. And that sucks. But you know what? Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to give one flip if Hunter Biden's having a bad day and going through a hard time. Ever. Or Joe Biden. Sorry, not sorry. I'm just not. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC. It's Friday. I'll get the word next week whether this offer stands, but you may want to make the call this weekend to Cross Kitchens if you're considering any kind of a remodel that involves countertops, whether it's kitchen, bathroom, bar. The free countertop offer is still good if you call Tim and Brittany at crosskitchenskc.com. This is a legit savings of thousands of dollars. 816-898-7047. The winter months are coming. Tim needs to keep his crews busy indoors doing these jobs, and they'd love some work at your house. Crosskitchenskc.com is Kansas City's remodeler. These are great people. You're going to love Tim. Crosskitchenskc.com. MyPillow.com has a 50% off sale nearly site-wide at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. You know the drill here with Mike Lindell and what's happened with these corporations that have canceled him. So he's attempting to get an influx of cash into his business right now to sustain everything that he does and keep everybody working. So here we go. MyPillow.com slash KKHI. That's your promo code. MyPillow.com slash KKHI. Or call this toll-free number. It's specific just for KKHI. 800-923-9034. Even if you just buy a $9 pair of slippers, it helps. Uh, Sheets. Towel sets, robes, all kinds of great gift ideas there. MyPillow.com and MyStore.com slash KKHI. And Chris over at B-Stock says he's got a deal for business computers. If you need uh, business class computers for your business or home, if you work at home, he's offering Dell business class computers right now with three-year warranties at a price lower than anyone else because that's what B-Stock does. And they will throw in a free Dell business class monitor. If you buy the business class computer, that's a great deal. That's going to save you hundreds right there. Just contact bstock.net for more information. You can go online at bstock.net, visit them at 14680 South Flaming Road, or call 913-800-1419. They'll hold products for you for Christmas because they got a big warehouse. Or you can send an email to sales at bstock.net. They got all kinds of great things, including the uh, for gamers this holiday season, bstock.net. In Connecticut, 
a judge has ordered a brand new election after Democrats were found to stuff boxes on tape. Videotape surveillance found Democrats stuffing ballots. And the judge has ordered a brand new election. We're starting over, folks. This one was fraudulent. This is really, really newsworthy. Elon Musk took to X and said, okay, the question is, we saw this happen here. How many other places? Well, immediately, I think of those trucks in Philadelphia in 2020 that came in the middle of the night after we all went to bed and the power outage in Atlanta at the, dome, at the Georgia Dome and what took place when the power went off and we saw the people working overnight in there and pulling ballots out from underneath tables, boxes and boxes of ballots. Folks, I, I can't stand it when I hear Republicans say, the vote was legit. Now, I'm not saying you, you, I can stand on a soapbox and prove anything to anyone. I'm not even saying that. And I told you when the election happened, nothing's getting overturned. It isn't going to happen. If it was fraudulent because of COVID and we, we had an error in our ways and the way we voted, it happened. It's going to stand. Nothing's going to change and nothing's going to change that. Okay? But we can learn from it and we can see it. And if we apply the same common sense that we used during COVID, knowing that masks didn't work, Six feet of spacing was no big deal. Kids should be in school. And maybe you ought to question whether or not you should take that shot because it's experimental. Using that same sort of human nature and instinct and common sense that conservatives have, we apply that to the election and we can easily say it doesn't pass the smell test. We don't believe the results. We don't believe Joe Biden got 10 million more votes than Barack Obama. We won't believe that. And I don't believe that. And I'll never believe that. But Republicans everywhere now need to be making a bigger deal over what happened in Connecticut. A judge has ordered an all-new election because Democrats stuffed boxes. And now old videos are coming out. There was a CNN live shot from our last election. And the, the story was about um, elections and people are voting and open early voting is there. And here were the only drop. The complaint of the story was there's only one. I think it was in Cleveland, maybe. This is the only drop box in Cleveland. Can you believe it? A city with this many people, this is the only one. And the dude on CNN is sitting there doing the, the live shot. And this is Trump versus Biden days before the election in 2020. And he goes over to the lady and makes a joke and says, who are you voting for, Reagan or Carter? And the lady says, oh, Carter, for sure. And the camera pans around and she's at the ballot box and they show her and she's got like two or 300 ballots in her arms and she's stuffing them in about six at a time. On live TV, stuffing ballots. What person, what legitimate person would have dozens or hundreds of ballots and put them in a box and not take them to the election center? I mean, wouldn't you, if you were like an official, if you went, if you worked for a party or something, you, you had some job where you went to, let's say, a nursing home or an old folks home and you got 150 ballots, wouldn't you take those straight to the election office? Would you drop them in a box? No, the reason you drop them in the box is you're cheating. That's what drop boxes are. There are fewer laws applying to the drop box than to a mailbox. It's insane what we did. And it's right there on tape, and we're seeing all these things, but we applaud the Connecticut judge who has canceled the election and says, we're doing this over. We are starting over. We love that story. Our final news story of this episode is, and this one's going to get a lot of emails. I know this is going to happen. A lot of you are going to hate this. Some of you may not even know it. The Beatles put out their first song yesterday in like 
50 years. They found some old tapes of John Lennon where he was singing and playing the piano. And for years, they had a hard time taking the piano part out and just getting his voice. So the rest of the band and tracks that they had cut separately, they could put together. Paul McCartney, still alive, did some new work, I think, on this. And maybe Ringo Starr on the drums, a couple of things like that. They were able to take the piano part out of John Lennon singing and put the song together at a different pace with different instruments and use his words and put together a new song called Now and Then. And it's terrible. It's not good. And maybe it's because it's an era of music gone by, but I was never the biggest John Lennon fan. I like some Beatles songs. I like more of their upbeat songs, although Hey Jude's phenomenal. Um, there's a couple that are just terrific, but I never really, John Lennon wasn't my guy necessarily in the Beatles. If there's a Beatles guy for me, it was McCartney, I think probably would be the way to say it, but the song's not good. And I'm sure many of you are thrilled to have it and love it. And it's your favorite band. And I get that. And I respect that. And I respect the Beatles. And I have no argument when people say the Beatles are the greatest of all time. I'll, I can live with that. It's not the greatest of all time on my list, but the new song, ugh, I think it hurts them. I think it actually hurt them. Like, ooh, scrape the bottom of the barrel somewhere and put that together. Not good. It's called Now and Then. My apologies to Beatles fans everywhere uh, for being that guy to, to you know, wreck your fun, if you will. On to sports, where the Chiefs play the Dolphins on Sunday in Frankfurt, Germany, at Eurohead Stadium. That's what they're calling it, Eurohead. Eurohead Stadium, it's going to be full of Chiefs fans. This will be mostly a home game. You're going to feel that. Chiefs have done great work in Germany. They are the big story, and they will be the home team. The Chiefs are playing against the Dolphins, and if you go to Pro Football Focus or these computer stats, they list the fastest speeds by miles per hour of the year in the NFL. They're almost always on long runs. You don't get these on three-yard gains. You get them on game-breaking plays. The top five fastest mile-per-hour speeds this year in the National Football League all belong to different Miami Dolphins. There is no question they're the fastest football team on the planet, and they are faster than the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense will be tested greatly by this offense as they have speedy ball carriers. They, they may have four guys on offense faster than anybody on the Chiefs' defense. Willie Gay could play. He was limited in practice on Thursday, but there's a chance Willie Gay will play. We like that. That helps. And Steve Spagnolo, the Chiefs' defensive coordinator, it's a homecoming for him. Did you know he coached for the Frankfurt Galaxy many years ago? He was on the staff and coached in Frankfurt, Germany for a year. There you go. Spagnolo's defense is number five in the NFL, number four versus the pass. And that's where it's all coming down at nut crunching time at Eurohead Stadium on Sunday. I suspect the Chiefs will score in the 20s on offense, maybe the 30s. The Dolphins' defense isn't very good, so I expect the Chiefs to put some points on the board. This is about the Chiefs' defense getting to two and hitting him, forcing him to throw a pick or two, and just don't give up the 58-second touchdown drive. Make the Dolphins use three or four minutes to go downfield and, and score. That's all. It would be great if they didn't give up a play over 35 yards. That's probably a winning formula for the Chiefs. If they don't give up a play over 30, 35 yards this week, I think the Chiefs win this game. Keep the big plays to a minimum. Keep Tyree Kill in front of you. Safety play is key. Don't bite. Don't sucker up. Make sure they don't get behind you and beat you. Easier said than done. 
but that's the game plan. Four Chiefs players have interesting injuries this year, or listed on the injury list. Uh, pretty odd this week. I don't remember if I've ever seen the four players at once with hand or elbow injuries. It's a little weird. Uh, worth note, that's going to be fun on Sunday morning. College football. Okay, I'm going to do something different here. Before we get to Lee Sterling and he makes his selections, I'm going to go ahead and make my picks on the college games. I've already told you that the Chiefs are going to beat the Dolphins. Chiefs are going to beat the Dolphins. I'm going to go 30 to 27 Chiefs over Dolphins. And I'm just going to make selections on these games, and we'll see how I do. Don't get mad if I pick this or whatever. I'm really pretty scratch here, to be honest. I'm going to go Georgia 37-30 over Missouri. I think Luther Burden's going to score a couple touchdowns in this game. And I don't. Georgia has great athletes on defense. I think he's going to get behind him a time or two and make big plays. I love this weekend of college football because it's all on the line. Clearly, the division is on the line here between Missouri and Georgia. It's early. Missouri would still have some work to do, but so would Georgia. But the tiebreaker exists here. This is huge. So we see that. We got Alabama playing LSU. We see that that's the division over there. In the Big 12, we have K-State against Texas and Oklahoma against Oklahoma State, it's all on the line. The winners emerge as the favorites. Kansas, Iowa State, same thing. If Iowa State wins, they've only got one loss, right? KU has two, but if they win, they're in it. This is it, man. This is the fork in the road for these conferences. This is a great weekend of football. Every game matters crazy like never before. It's, it's more of an elimination week than coronation week, but I'm okay with that. Stan Weber told us on Monday, absolutely Missouri can beat Georgia. I mean, emphatically, he said, absolutely Missouri can beat Georgia. The key here will be taking the ball away from Georgia. Missouri's got to get some takeaways. Their defense is playing better. They got good parts. But man, Georgia's offense has just been clicking, even without Brock Bowers last week, just up and down the field. I'm going to go 37-30 Georgia in this game, in what I think is just going to be a game for the ages, a whale of a game. And, and they will shake hands at the end, and these teams will believe that they are way closer than anybody in America thinks. I'm going to take Iowa State by three over Kansas, 23-20. Kansas has not been good on the road. They've lost two in the road in conference, and they, were, they went to Nevada and were not very good in that game. They've just not been good on the road. They just haven't been there yet. It's up to Kansas to change everybody's mind in that regard. And this is the week to do it. If Kansas plays a clean game and doesn't turn it over, they'll win this game. But the 3-3-5 defense that Iowa State plays and that K-State plays confuses Jason Bean, and he wasn't very good last week passing the ball. He made some mistakes. Iowa State's defense is confusing. I think this is a lower-scoring game. Iowa State's offense isn't great. I don't expect any separation in this game. I think we're going to be watching it on the edge of our seat all day long. But in the end, I'm going to say that Kansas has at least two turnovers and maybe three in this game and loses the ratio by one or two. And I think turnovers will be the difference in this game. I'm going to go Iowa State 23-20. K-State, I'm going to take to win this game because Quinn Ewers isn't playing. And I said last week before they played their games that, hey, we're 10 days away or whatever from K-State and Texas. The question is, will Ewers play or not? It appears right now that Ewers will not play. I like a quarterback starting his second game against K-State's defense right now. Again, the 3-3-5, this will be the first time uh, that this Malik at, at Texas has seen the quarterback, has seen the defense. And he was not very good passing the ball last week. But Texas was really good at running the ball. Here's the key stat for Kansas State. Of course, turnovers is always number one. So that's I'm not going to go there. But I think if K-State holds Texas to under 140 yards rushing, they win this game. 
I just don't think it's any more complicated than that. Texas, the last few years, has owned K-State. They have lined up. They have run the ball right down K-State's throat, and K-State has had no answer. And if that is the case on Saturday, and that could be the case, the Longhorns could rush for 250 here. But teams haven't really run the ball very well against K-State this year. Their, their defensive problems K-State had early was confusion in the secondary, breakdowns, assignment problems. They've shored that up, and if they can get Texas in passing situations, they're going to get a couple takeaways. So I'm going to go Kansas State 27-24. But what does it matter? Lee Sterling is our guy, and he's going to have all the picks for us coming right up, brought to you by the Finch Knife Company, online at finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull with a Finch pocket knife, online at finchknifeco.com. Buck Disposal is your new disposal company. If you're a remodeler or, you know, I saw one of these trucks that does the water damage and smoke damage. If you're a, if you're one of those companies that does jobs like that, you need disposals, uh, big dumpster disposal bins on the driveway for all the carpet you're ripping out and all that stuff. Buck Disposal is a great local company. They'd love to work with your firm. Call Ron Buck at 913-242-7695, online at buckdisposal.com. And Advanced Medical Imaging, see what's inside online at medimageks.com. Don't wait for your MRI or CT scan or get your heart scan today at Advanced Medical Imaging online at medimageks.com. All right, Lee Sterling's here. It's time for our picks at KKHI. Hit it. The KK Has Issues Conversation is presented by Joslyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch, or online at joslynsjewelry.com. I've been looking forward to this chat all week, not because it will end with a bunch of uh, selections against the spread from Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com, of which he is on fire. Last week, you're 7 for 17 if you called in from the podcast and got seven picks for $17. He went 6 and 1. For no, seven. no. 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 Oh. Seven and one. We added seven a game. Oh. Seven and one. <laughs> Don't short me. <laughs> Hard enough to win. Whoa. Eight for 17 is what you decided to do. Yeah. We added an extra game okay. with eight for 17 bucks. Seven and one is incredible. But what I'm really looking forward to here in a moment is talking about the Chiefs and the Dolphins because nobody knows the Miami Dolphins like you do living uh, for so long in South Florida and knowing the organization, the team inside and out. This is going to be fun. And you're offering up your special again for people to jump on. Yep. So you can get not November. We call it November. Had a great year. It's our 30th anniversary and things are going along. We've had more than 20 more wins and losses in football this year. Not many people uh, can do that. And we're hitting the big games. We are five and one on a, the 35 or larger unit selections uh, so far this year. And we're 62 and 20 on those 40 to 50 unit plays. So you can get every game on my phone service. From today all the way through November 30th, there's probably 13 to 15 games a week because remember there's games Tuesdays and Wednesday night. We've got Maction and Friday night. I mean, Thursday night, they're putting like four or five games on. So you want to get 13 to 15 of the games that I personally play rated from 10 to 50 units, not 497 the normal price, just 297 Jump on it, ParamountSports.com. And how about this Friday night special? All four sports. Football selection, NBA, hockey, and UFC, our top UFC selection, not 77 bucks, which is normally an all one day all access pass is $17. So at least seven, we might throw in an extra one, seven or eight plays, just $17. You heard me correct. 
one place, ParamountSports.com. All right. I'm going to play them all. I'm going to play every single one of them this week. I'm gonna, yep. I get bored on Fridays, to be honest. You know, and I don't watch yeah. much NBA or hockey, so I'm just going to blindly walk. How many walk places in. also I'm seeing they'll do uh, the 5% choose Fridays. So, Ooh. you know, get them in on Fridays, 5%. We got, it looks like uh, sports gambling starting here about two weeks in Florida. Oh, so, nice. uh, yeah. Yeah. If only we can get, uh, Missouri, get them, uh, finally to pass it and all's great in the world. It's least, coming. Let Texas and California figure the, figure it out themselves. Yeah. Missouri's just trying to figure out whether to put it in gas stations or not. They're, they're, they're literally down <laughs> to the point of, they know the casinos will have it. They know the apps will be used, but are we going to allow bars and convenience yeah. stores to have kiosks? That's what they're down to now. Is they how do they, it? how do they have it? What's, what's the story in Kansas? Uh, none of that. You can go to the casino or you can download an app. That's it. Okay. That's yeah. enough. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, sure. Cause everybody's got an app right. and they're all the apps are right. affiliated with the Kansas casinos. So they make the money off the app, but it's good. I, right. I keep getting these 50% boosts. I'm signed up yeah. with, and I'm not endorsing here in any way. I'm just telling you who I'm with. I'm with MGM. Yeah. And so right. I, I keep getting these 50% boosts for an NBA game. They'll increase my odds by 50% if I'm, and I don't bet the NBA and I don't bet the NHL. So when I say I'm in Friday, I'm in Friday. I got all these boosts sitting there that if I win them, yeah. I'm going to win way better than even money. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm going to send you, I'll send yeah, I'll send you our selections. That's one of the apps that I do have also. So for, for instance, I'm going up to think I'm going to New York city for Thanksgiving. I'll be up there eight days with my daughter, my family. And you know, it's all about family, Kevin. So what I did was I'm like, Macy's Day Parade, we've never gone, so we're going to go. Nice. Got some, some seats in the grandstand. And how about this? Just so happens that Miami's playing the Jets on Black Friday, oh. first ever Black Friday game. Just happened to happen the, the next day. That's at 3 o'clock Eastern. It's 7.30 that he plays the Knicks. So we come back to the station, literally get off the train, walk across the street, and then watch the Heat and Knicks. And then the next day, we go early for pizza in Brooklyn, and we watch the Heat and uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So, oh, wow. you know, <laughs> are you going to go to the Jets game, or are you going to going to all of them? Going to all, going of them. all three okay. games. See now, here's going what I would them. do, and I've been to a lot. You've been to a lot yeah. of games. I've been to a lot of games. What I would do, I'm just a little different. This is just where I am. Okay. To get the real Jets experience, if the Chiefs were playing them yep. this time, I think I'd skip going to the game because I've been there many times. I would go somewhere in New Jersey to some local bar where all the Jets fans hang out and watch it that way and watch these people melt down while either the Dolphins or the Chiefs were kicking their ass. That would be fun. Well, that makes, you know, I, I actually did that once and it sounded great in theory. They don't have really good sports bars. No, but that's what I don't want. Like, I want like a neighborhood dive, yeah. like a dive, a neighborhood yeah, yeah, dive you bar. Go, you go, yeah, you go. You go, well, where I'm saying there's no, there's no dive. So. No, I know. But if you, if you <laughs> went to New Jersey, that's what I'm saying. I'd go to New Jersey, one yeah. of those neighborhood places. It's like being in South Philly or something, you know, you just find some little local bar where it's like the same 20 dudes go in there every Sunday and watch the Jets. And all of a sudden I you walk I don't know if I want to be there. I'm oh. going in maybe with one or two friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would bring my friends with me. Yes. I wouldn't go alone. Maybe, maybe, maybe because the Jets fans aren't, aren't as aggressive as Philly. I right. would never do it in Philly. I mean, Philly has the worst fans in the world. So. <laughs> we went to a Chiefs so, um, bar in Philadelphia. There's a Chiefs bar. We went there one time and uh, met those yeah. folks. It was just, it was phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. Huh, okay. Cool stuff. Just a little I don't know if too many, there might, I have to check, see if there's a Dolphins bar. Maybe we'll go after the game, I, but I'm uh, I already got tickets. A we're, we're going, we're going to the game. I want the experience. I want to beat the you. Jets uh, in their home stadium. I got you. There's definitely a Dolphins bar. I could probably go there. And after we call the them the New York and Miami. 
We call them the New York stinking jets. New York stinking jets. All right. Here's what I've been looking yep. forward to. I want to know your thoughts on the Dolphins yep. Chiefs game. They play at Kansas City time, 8.30 Sunday morning, Frankfurt, Germany. Mm-hmm. And this one really, really matters. Tell me everything you can about the Dolphins this week. All right. So I think I know the Dolphins pretty well. And against the Bills, I thought they were in trouble. And I certainly knew they were in big trouble against Philly. They're playing both teams after a loss. Now they're playing Kansas City after a loss here. But I think that, that Miami's getting healthy. Now, Philadelphia and Buffalo are physical teams, and they came to play. If Kansas City plays their A-minus, B-plus game, we'll have trouble beating them. If they play anything but a B-plus game, I think they're going to have trouble with Miami. Miami has been without Howard, Xavier Howard, their top cornerback, an all-pro many years. He'll be back, it looks like, with a groin injury. Jalen Ramsey returned last week, had an interception, almost a pick six. And then also their slot cover corner, Nick Needham, who had missed a whole year with an ACL injury, he came back last week. The defense has taken a lot of time to get used to the new, you know, system with Fangio. They, you know, didn't know their roles here. Um, they had some busts in coverage. Um, just sometimes it takes almost a half a season, but in the last couple of weeks, I've seen, especially against New England, they look like they're really starting to figure it out and pin their ears back on offense. The only problem Miami's had is, has been their offensive line. At one point last week, they were without all five starters. Now, a couple of the guys came back and played later in the game, but it looks like at least three and maybe four starters will be back for the game. And I think that's important. If you look at Miami, you think of them as really only just a passing offense. They actually run the ball really well. Luckily for Kansas City, they don't have to face A.J. and the kid from Texas A&M, who was incredible. But Mosert, uh, Wilson, uh, as long as the offensive line is pretty good and, and pretty stable, at least four of the five starters are back, I think they have the chance to be able to run some here. And as long as you can protect the quarterback, that's the key. The offense is almost unstoppable because of all the speed. Obviously, Hill is the number one guy, but Jalen Waddell, no slouch, probably a top 10, top 15 receiver, almost as fast. And then they've got Braxton Berrios. They've got River Craycraft. Um, Claypool they got. He's actually performed really well in limited reps the last couple weeks. They can mix and match those guys, and they do a really good job in – their number threes through fives, three through six are really underrated. So I think this is Miami's time. I don't think they're going to get hosed by the refs like they did against Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia controlled the line of scrimmage, but they went the whole game without a penalty. I think the Chiefs are really good. I think they're going to, they're not going to be coming in sleepwalking. I also think one more factor might favor the Dolphins a little bit. They left on Monday, so they'll be a little more acclimated to the time change. And also, I, I'm hearing they might have even been able to practice on the field uh, once or twice more. I like Miami here in a fun game shootout, 34-30. All right. I'm not going to argue with you. You're the expert here on all things uh, betting lines, but we've never done this before. I think you and I are in for a wager this week. Are you up for it? Okay. Dinner. Let's Dinner. call it a $100 max. All right. Something that's shippable. Yep. I'll either ship you a box of steaks or barbecue, okay. and you ship me some okay. seafood if the Chiefs cover. That sounds good. Sounds yep. like a deal. That we got perfect. A bet. There it is. $100 yep, max. We got a bet. 
$100 max. Okay, $100 nice max, yep. I'll take the Chiefs minus two on this one Sunday in the bounce back win after the embarrassment last week. And I think somehow, some way, Andy Reid's going to have some way to keep Tyreek Hill in front of the secondary. I don't know how that is. We saw gonna, you, know, you didn't hear this? Mm. We're going to have, he's going to be in perpetual motion okay. before the for every play. <laughs> I thought he was always in perpetual motion. The guy's the Energizer <laughs> Bunny. He never slows down. He's in motion a lot. I can't wait to see what he does if he scores. He's going to go into the stands or something in Germany. It's going to be a wild moment. Something. He's yeah. going to do something. I mean, he might, he, they might act like he's in Hollywood and he's signing yeah. autographs. I don't know. He might be so, the most. Enter- I'm hoping to see it. I know you're not, but I'm hoping to see well, it. He might be the most entertaining receiver of all time. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah. I mean, just from a pure, hey, you got to watch standpoint. I think he's. As a he's, person. <laughs> he's a, Maybe he's not a douche. The greatest, he's but, a douche. Whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Another big game in the AFC, and the Dolphins and Chiefs can't lose this one. They can only gain here. Cincinnati's playing Buffalo. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah. And I think it's going to be Buffalo. I mean, you talk about injuries. They're down now. They're nose tackle. Lost him to Quan Jones. Peck injury done for the year. I know they've got a, a cornerback in a trade, but he can't be ready to go that quick and be able to contribute right away, but they lost their best cornerback in white, and I think one of the top two or three linebackers in the NFL, Matt Milano. Joe Mixon finally looked explosive last week in their game and their win against San Francisco. They have beaten the Cardinals and the Seahawks and the 49ers and covered in all three of those games. They dominated the Bills last year, even won 27-10 in the playoffs, and I think a healthy Joe Burrow might be right now, right now, the best quarterback. And they might, right there with the Dolphins, have the best offense. I like Cincinnati, 31-24 over Buffalo. Hard to argue. They're playing great, no doubt. The other team that surprises me that I just think fades every year because their quarterback gets them into trouble and commits turnovers in big games and keeps them from winning is the Baltimore Ravens. But they are playing well, and they are a big favorite against Seattle. Yep, they are, and I just don't like laying six points. I think it's too much here. They're four and ten against the spread, laying more than a field goal. Seattle underrated defense. Now Baltimore's defense is good. Usually when Baltimore plays, and I think the, the officials, the Seattle's very similar to Baltimore. Their cornerbacks come up; they play a lot of man-to-man now. Seattle has a very underrated group of young cornerbacks that might be the best in, in the NFL right now. They are that good. So if they let them play, I, I think it's going to be tough to score. Six points is a lot to lay here. If Geno Smith can just play decent, just just play average or slightly above average, I think they're going to be in this game. And it comes down to maybe maybe Lamar Jackson has one of those drives at the end where they slowly move down and get third and five. He'll scramble for one, throw to Andrews over the middle, third and eight, get a first down, and they'll kick a field goal. I see him winning 20 to 17. I'm taking Seattle plus the six. There it is. In college football, yep. Kansas State on the road at Texas. The loser of this one is out, I believe, of the Big 12 yep. championship game race. Kansas State getting four and a half points against the Longhorns. So I think the loss of Quinn Ewers is a lot. Malik Murphy is fine, he's solid. But they only had 16 first downs in their win against BYU. They kept it very basic for him. I don't know if they want to take a chance throwing the ball a whole lot. They're going to have to run for 170, 180 yards, I think, minimum to win this game. They didn't have to worry about BYU last week. But BYU is slow on defense and had no weapons on offense. Kansas State, different story here. They can score on anyone. They post at least 38 points in four of the last five games. Will Howard 
really efficient passer. Avery Johnson running and throwing, dangerous. And even running back D.J. Giddens is uh, coming on as a force. And that defense features a top-20 defense that excels against the run, allowing just over 100 rushing yards per game. I think they're going to show all different kinds of looks. I like the coaching staff better here, Kansas State. I think it might be the difference here. Wrong team favorite, Kansas State outright 35-28. Saturday night, the Jayhawks take their win against Oklahoma, put it in their back pocket, and visit Ames, Iowa for a night game where the Jayhawks are a two-and-a-half-point underdog to the Cyclones. And the Cyclones, I mean, their, their coaching staff is really good. I mean, they were nowhere. You talk about a team that was, it looked like everyone had counting them out for dead, and then all of a sudden, they've just come on. So, Give them hats off to them in Oklahoma State. I mean, some of these conferences, is crazy. Like the Pac-12, Arizona, and Arizona State out of nowhere. So I think Kansas will have trouble getting back up here and playing their A game here. This Kansas offense has been doing it on third downs. Over 49% conversion rate, which is incredible, but they're not at home. Iowa State's at home. I love their defense uh, getting takeaways. They're not going to give up the big play normally. And their offense is efficient. They just move the chains and, and, and take their time and go down the field and score. Another wrong team favorite. Iowa State outright 27-24. Okay. And your <laughs> Missouri fans are going to be a little disappointed here, but your play of the week, your free play of the week, if anybody wants to call yep. right now, toll-free 800-400-9741, is Missouri at Georgia. This is your play of the week. You see something here you love. I do. So another – a set of two teams. I've had a lot of success going for or against them. And you want to find out this winner. I'm going to give it to your first 10 listeners uh, who hear this for free. Just call 800-400-9741. Give them Georgia, Missouri on me. 800-400-9741. Again, the two specials. Seven selections, all four sports on Friday. Not the normal $77 to $97 price. Just $17, right? 17 bucks for our Friday selections. And, uh, hey, you don't have to love hockey or NBA. You just get the selection, you bet it, and hopefully you win. Had to, We're having big winning seasons. Like the NBA, for instance, we're 7-2-1 and one so far to start off the year. And uh, hockey, we've won seven more games than we've lost already, and we're three weeks in. Uh, also, uh, like I said, not November. We call it November. The entire month of action on our service, we rate the games from 10 to 50 units from now through Thursday, November 30th, just 297, normally 497. Hop on both specials. Love to have you for the ride. Let's keep winning. ParamountSports.com. I hope you win them all except the Dolphins game because we got a wager this <laughs> okay. week, brother. It's going to be fun. All right. Thank you, all buddy. Right. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. All right. There's Lee Sterling. ParamountSports.com is the website, or just give him a call right now for that Mizzou line. And who he likes there against Georgia, 800-400-9741. Let's recap Lee's picks. He's got the Dolphins, plus two against the Chiefs. He likes Cincinnati, minus two, to take care of the Bills. He likes Seattle in the points, the Seahawks, against the Ravens. They're getting five and a half to six. Kansas State, plus the four and a half against the Longhorns. He likes Iowa State by three over Kansas, which covers. And again, his play of the week is Missouri and Georgia. You can call 800-400-9741. To get that selection absolutely free. I hope Lee hits them all this weekend, except that Dolphins pick. And I'll take suggestions, if you have them, on what I should send him. Maximum $100. uh, Steaks, barbecue, or what I should send him if the Chiefs don't cover. But I'm expecting some tasty seafood from South Florida to come rolling in here. 
in about a week. And Miss Jessica is going to love that I made that bet. <laughs> Kevin Keatsman has issues. Lee Sterling's appearance is brought to you by Back9Development.com. Kansas City, Lawrence, Topeka, Manhattan. This is your custom home builder. T.J. Vilkanskis is perfect for you and your family. If you're looking to build a new home, you've got a piece of land, 785-236-0161. Online at Back9Development.com. Ideal Health KC is a proud sponsor of KKHI. Dr. Kip Van Camp is different than your regular doctor. He's into regenerative medicine, and he has been publishing articles in multiple journals for over a decade now on how your body can work for you, whether it has to do with stem cells or tissues or blood spinning, patch therapy, or ozone therapy. Call Ideal Health for a consultation now to fix what ails you. 913-745-5300. And Dr. Jeremy Fry and his team at Fry Orthodontics, 14 locations around Kansas City, including the newest in Lawrence. Your smile is just the start, whether it's Invisalign or braces, at Fry Orthodontics, online at fryorthodontics.com. Mega weekend of football. And Sporting Kansas City is playing Sunday at 4 o'clock. I just don't remember a time when all four of our area teams had a week with so much on the line. Each game this week for the regular season, really, really matters in defining what your season will be. That's the Chiefs, the Tigers, the Jayhawks, the Wildcats. Everybody's got something big on the line this weekend. It's what it's all about. We love that. And Sporting Kansas City is pulling off something that is almost unthinkable. With a win Sunday, 4 o'clock at Sporting Park, and by the way, it's supposed to be 72 degrees on Sunday for the soccer match and anything else you want to do on Sunday after the Chiefs game. It's going to be gorgeous. Sporting pulls that off. They will have lost, they will have not won their first 10 matches of the year, sneaked into the wild card, won the wild card, gone on the road against the one seed, and won their first road game in the playoffs in like 12 years. And they won it four to one. And if they come home and win, the one seed is out, and Sporting Kansas City is the eight seed, moves on. Just absolutely remarkable. Big weekend of sports ahead. Hope you enjoy it. The weather's beautiful. It's November, and we don't care because we are outdoors. Stuff is still green, the leaves aren't down. You have yourself a fabulous, fabulous weekend from us right here at KKHI. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!